Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. As always, I'm your host, Candy Washington. And before we dive into today's episode of the Soft Life Podcast, which is all about the divine feminine energy, how to awaken it, how to activate it, how to heal it, and how to really use it to call in and manifest the life that you deserve. Before we dive in, don't forget that If you need additional support, you can be sure to join our Patreon community for monthly meditation, journal prompts, inspired activations, PDFs of all episodes, archived podcast episodes, guided videos, and so much more. Don't forget that you can grab some of our self-love courses on self-love, lifestyle design, manifestation, and also coaching. If you do want some one-on-one private coaching with me, just email assistant at candywashington.com. Everything, of course, is linked down below. And also be sure to shop the Soft Life Collection. Again, everything's linked down below in the show notes and the description box. And we also have a free self-love guide, so definitely be sure to go and grab that. So with that, let's dive right on in. So first, let's talk about what is divine feminine energy? So the way I describe it or define it because I want to keep everything super simple, super top line so we can just understand it and then use it for our desires, to use it for ourselves. So to me, in one word, divine feminine energy is your level of magnetism. It is the attraction energy that pulls things in simply because it is Things and people are automatically drawn to it. So simply because you exist and you are in your healthy, healed, divine feminine energy, things and people are drawn to you. So your divine feminine energy is your level of magnetism, the level at which you are able to draw things to you. Now, this is the opposite of divine masculine energy, which is all about action. It is the doing energy that pushes out. It goes to get something. It does something. So in essence, divine feminine energy is your ability to receive. And divine masculine energy is your ability to produce or to do. Now, with that in mind, we also want to make sure that we approach the concept of divine feminine energy with an open mind. Recognizing that these qualities are symbolic they are attributes, they are qualities, and they can be found within, with, within individuals regardless of gender. So it's not male versus female, it's feminine versus masculine. What are the qualities? What do they symbolize? What are the attributes of them? It has nothing to do with gender, sexual orientation, or identity. Okay. Now, some spiritual practices and personal development approaches aim to balance both the feminine and the masculine energies within a person, and that's what we believe as well. So we want to have healthy masculine activated within us, and we also want to have healthy feminine activated within us, not just within your person, within yourself, but also you want to have this state of harmony and wholeness when it comes to the balance 
and harmony with your relationships. So whether it's a romantic relationship, a professional relationship, family, friendships, casual, how you activate and use your masculine energy and your feminine energy to match and to complement, to harmonize with someone that you are interacting with, you know, whether it is a sexual partner or a family member or a friend, how do you match and complement and harmonize with the energy that they are in? So really having that knowledge around feminine energy and masculine energy will just really up your emotional intelligence when it comes to all of your interpersonal relationships, knowing when do you need to be in your feminine in order to get what you want versus when do you need to be in your masculine in order to get what you want and being able to flow between the two and up a little bit or down a little bit when you need to is really, really going to help you in getting what you want. Not Not manipulating anybody, but just using your emotional intelligence to navigate a situation in your, bur- in, in your best interest, not to the detriment of anybody. So this isn't manipulation. This also isn't any um, witchcraft or we're not calling on any type of entity or any type of spirit, nothing like that. You know, no judgment there, but you know, here with the soft life with me, when we talk about energy or, you know, the divine, it's all God, it's all light, it's all love. We're not talking about anything that is dark or outside of ourselves. Uh, So no spells, no manipulation, no rich craft. Again, no judgment. If that's what you want, that's fine, but that's just not what we do here. Okay. So with that, let's move on to the first way to activate and awaken your divine feminine energy. The first is to seek divine support. This is knowing that you are fundamentally not alone. So we often hear about seeking support from friends and family and community and therapists and life coaches, which is great and very, very important. But I think the biggest part that people miss in order to awaken your divine feminine energy is that you need to seek support from the divine. Again, if I say divine or God, just insert whatever you believe. Maybe it's, you know, infinite intelligence. Maybe it is, you know, uh, universal consciousness or, you know, infinite spirit, whatever it is. So whatever I say when it comes to God or infinite spirit, insert whatever resonates with you. It's not so much about religion. It's not anything like that. It's more just knowing that there is a unconditional love, an unconditional consciousness that is here to support you and is good and is light, okay? So that's really what we're talking about. That lives within you, but is also greater than you, okay? So that's what we mean by tapping into that. So in the morning before getting out of bed, say, thank you, infinite spirit, or again, insert whatever you believe for your divine guidance, support, and protection over myself and my life today. Just acknowledging that you don't have to do life by yourself. Just acknowledging that there is something greater than you that is here to support you, that loves you, that cares about you, that is invested in your happiness, awakens and heals and activates that divine feminine energy. You mean I get to just be and I'm supported? I get to just be here and my presence is enough to have guidance and support at all times. I don't have to do anything to be worthy of this, you know? 
So really just tap into that and see how it feels. And then throughout your day, you know, whenever you feel worried or anxious or stressed or overwhelmed or lost, take a few minutes, you know, put your hand on your heart or give yourself a hug and just say, thank you, infinite spirit for your divine support in this situation. I am open and ready to receive your help, assistance, and guidance. So basically what that does is, is it opens you up to knowing that you don't have to figure out everything by yourself. You don't have to be so heavy in the masculine, which is doing, controlling, producing, figuring it out, all of that stuff. But you can say, hey, you know what? I've been heavy in my masculine in this situation. I'm going to get some help. I'm going to get some assistance. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to call upon the divine to help me out. (laughs) you know? So you can definitely do that throughout your day. And then also at night, the same thing, you know, think infinite spirit for your divine guidance, support, protection over myself and my life today. I am so thankful for X, Y, and Z. You can do gratitude with it as well. I am telling you doing this, this practice, it may seem small or just to say, you know, thank you for your divine support, but the more you do it, the more you will find how divinely supported you are. And that takes away the stress. It takes away the worry. And you get to just be, okay? And this also puts you in the receiving mode, both energetically and spiritually and in the mindset that you are supported at all times and through all things. Now, I'll tell you a quick personal story. So I'm back home for the holidays. And my mom really didn't like this dresser that was in one of the guest rooms. And it was like really big, big and heavy and had all glass on it. It was crazy. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm going to get the, I'm going to take the dresser out of the house and put it, you know, to the curb so they can come pick it up. And my mom's like, no, it's too heavy. You can't do it by yourself. We need to get people to come and help you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I can do it. So I'm in my masculine. I'm doing, right? I, I need to put out, I need to be physically strong and I have, and I'm doing something, right? I'm taking action. So I break it down as much as I can, but it's still super heavy. And then we have these stairs coming up to the house. And I got a little dolly and my mom's like, are you okay? Watch out, blah, blah, blah. And I said, mom, you know what? I'm not doing this by myself. (laughs) And I called. I was just like, God, my angels of God, Jesus Christ, come help me. Come help me do this. And when I tell you that when I just called upon that divine support, it just the dresser was on the dolly. I was able to just do one step at a time and bring it down, usher it um, through the lawn onto the curb, and boom, it was done. And my mom again goes, wow, you did that all by yourself. You're such a strong, tough woman. You know, you're such a strong, tough girl. And I looked at my mom. I was like, mom, I didn't do it by myself. I said, God was with me. My angels were with me. You know, I didn't do it by myself. And it's true. I didn't. So don't forget that even in the things that you might think are not that important or not that big or or mundane or everything, things, you know, taking a dresser out of a house and putting it to the curb, you know, know that you can have support in all things. So don't forget to call on that support. Okay. Now let's move on to our second way. Okay, so the second way is the feminine secret to surrender. So this is kind of like the first one, but a little, but it goes a little bit deeper. So we usually hear that the moment someone lets go or gives up, then they receive their, their breakthrough or their manifestation. The moment I stopped looking for a boyfriend, I met my husband. The moment I stopped looking for a job, you know, I got this offer that I never even applied to. You know, you hear those stories all the time, right? This is because you move from your 
unhealthy masculine, which is a desperate energy. It's a controlling energy. It's a needy energy. That's actually unhealthy masculine because you feel like you need to do something. You need to manipulate something. You need to control something in order for something, in order for you to receive what you want. So it takes you out of that energy and it puts you into your energy of flow or detachment where it's, you know what? I really want this, but if I get it, cool. If I don't, cool, whatever. It's not that you no longer desire what you want, but you are no longer putting what you want on a pedestal or making it more important than you or making it be this be all end all thing. So this puts you in that energetic field of if it comes, it comes. Not I have to do something in order to make this happen. So if it comes, it comes is the feminine. I need to do something is the masculine. So the way to, to surrender, you can meditate, you can journal, or you can even speak it. You can just say, thank you, infinite spirit. Again, insert whatever you believe. I have done all that I can do regarding this situation. I now release it and let it go. I trust you and I surrender it to you to work to work out for my highest good. So before the number the first one that we did, it's give me some help, you know, assist me, support me in what I'm doing. Surrender is I've done everything I can do. I let go. My hands are off. Okay, my hands are off. I trust you and I let it go and I put it in your hands. And now I can go into my feminine energy and receive what you have for me. If it comes, it comes you know, what dreams may come, right? So that trust, that surrender, and that letting go softens your energy because it eliminates the conflict and the friction of I have to do something in order to get something. And then when you're not getting it, but you're continuously doing things, that's conflict, that's frustration, that's hardness, that's bitterness, right? That's resentment. So when you just let something go and you say, you know what, what comes to me will come. It softens you. It puts you in that feminine energy. It puts you in the energetic place to receive and to let it it flow. Okay. So another journal prompt you can do to see where you need help on this is where in my life am I pushing against something that just isn't working? How can I lovingly let it go? I'll repeat that. Where in my life am I pushing against something that just isn't working? How can I lovingly let it go? And again, remember, letting something go doesn't mean that you no longer desiring. Letting go of trying to find a boyfriend doesn't mean that you no longer want to be in a relationship. You're just giving up the struggle, you know, um, taking a break from applying to jobs no doesn't mean that you know that you don't want to have a job or financial abundance. It just means you're giving up the struggle right now or just how you've been doing something, right? So the true power is also in the trusting. It's I trust that who I am is enough to bring in what I want. I trust that everything is always working out for me. I trust that I can let go and it's still and still always be divinely taken care of and provided for. So I trust that I can let this go and I will still be okay. So that feminine secret to surrender is really trusting, trusting that who you are is enough and trusting that something greater than you 
can work it out to bring it to you. Okay. So number three, let's tap into the power of your sensuality and your sexuality. So your intention is one of the most powerful energetic tools that you have. It aligns your energy with your action for a specific desired outcome. That's what an intention is. I am doing X, Y, and Z because I want to get A, B, C, D, E. So that is my intention, right? It's your energy with your action for a specific desired outcome. So this is why intentionality of taking time out of your day, your week, or your month to take care of yourself is one of the most powerful things that you can do to awaken, heal, and activate your divine feminine energy. So have your your routines, your skincare, your self-care, your hair care, body care, mental care, spiritual care, nail care, all of it. Because taking care of yourself is holistic. Taking care of your finances, taking care of your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, It is holistic, your entire self, your entire being. And when you do it, whether it's going on a spa day or whether it's meditating, it's not what you do, it's why you do it, the intention. And the intention behind it is, I am worthy to be taken care of. I am worthy to, you know, put my needs first, to prioritize myself, that my well-being is my my first and best priority. So whatever you're doing, the masculine doesn't matter as long as the intention, the feminine, is I deserve X, Y, Z. I am worthy of X, Y, Z. Do you understand? The intention is the feminine. The doing of is the masculine. Think about your sexual health and pleasure. Know what makes you feel good, you know, in the bed, whether it's with yourself or whether it's with your partner. You know, get curious about it. Know what turns you on, what turns you off, what makes you feel good. You know, don't have any shame around it and don't be scared to explore and to heal that part of you. You know, um, go to, you know, the doctor, go to a doctor that you trust and get everything checked out. Make sure everything is working properly, everything is healthy, and that you're taking care of your, you know, feminine hygiene or your masculine hygiene. Because remember, this is for both men and women. You know, take care of yourself, know how you work, know that you're healthy, know that everything is, you know, as it should be so you can have that confidence and that security within yourself and get curious about what you like. Don't just think about sexual pleasure for the other person, but think about sexual pleasure for yourself. And there's nothing dirty or icky about that at all. Okay. Connect with your body, you know, massage your skin with oils and love to your body while, you know, you're naked in front of the mirror. Just look at yourself and say, I love you. Wow, you're beautiful. You know, look yourself in the eye and just say, I love you in the mirror. Connect to yourself, you know, and I always say, you know, smell good and have moisturized skin, you know, that just makes you feel good. Wash yourself and love yourself and moisturize and touch yourself and look at yourself. Just love yourself. Connect with you. That is super powerful. And then also have a hobby. Do something that is creative that is just for you, whether it's, you know, painting or singing or walking or knitting or a book club, you know, whatever it is. Have something that is creative that's just for you and that you really enjoy. 
you know, just do something for you that tap into your own pleasure, your own sensuality, your own sexuality, your own joy, just for you. Okay. We talk about this a lot on the podcast, romanticizing your life. That's number four. So there are so many episodes on this. So definitely go and like binge them. But just a couple of our favorite things is finding the joy and pleasure in everyday moments, whether it's through aromatherapy, scented candles, oil diffusers, you know, adding fruit in your water, taking the scenic route to work or wherever you're going, adding fresh flowers, you know, to your office, whether it's at home or it's in an actual building or whatever it may be. Make sure your car is clean and smelling good. Decluttering your spaces, practicing mindfulness in what you consume, you know, making sure that you're not just, you're not doom scrolling all day, but maybe have a couple of accounts that just really inspire you. You know, wear comfy and luxurious undies and pajamas and silk pillowcases. Really romanticize your life. Think about the little moments or the little things that just can add a little joy, add a little luxury. You know, maybe it's buying like something really nice, like a belt or a scarf. And when you wear it, you just feel amazing or a really nice perfume. Romanticize your life. You know, believe that things get to be easy for you. Things get to feel good for you. Things get to come to you. That is really your feminine. That is your magnetism. Things just get to come to me. Things get to be easy for me. I just get to be. My existence pays for itself. Who I am is enough. I have nothing to prove to anyone or anything, right? So romanticize your life. You know, believe that you are worthy of good things. (laughs) And number five, honor your yes. So we talk a lot about creating healthy boundaries, which usually implies getting comfortable with saying no, right? that, but that's also very masculine. No, I won't do that. No, you can't do that, right? And of course, healthy boundaries are super important and we should all have them. But while that's important, it's equally important to know what your yes is. And that's your feminine aspect of boundaries. What I say yes, because a boundary is just basically what what isn't allowed. That's the masculine, what you're saying no to. But a boundary also says what is allowed, what can pass, what can take up my space, my time and my energy and my effort, what I do say yes to, what is allowed within the perimeter, within the boundary. And that's the feminine. That is what I accept. Yes is what I receive. So think about what is your yes, right? This means getting in touch with what lights you up and getting comfortable with with prioritizing what makes you feel good. What is a whole body yes to you? Ways to do this is to date yourself. This is to find out what you like and what your preferences are. What are your favorite foods? What kind of movies do you like? TV shows? You know, do you want to go to the museum or do you want to go to the movies? Do you want to have a picnic in the park or... Do you want to do whitewater rafting? You know, whatever it is, figure out what are the things that you love? Do you like thrillers or do you like rom-coms? You know, do you like spicy food or do you like, you know, gluten-free alternatives? Whatever it is, figuring out what you like taps into your authenticity. 
what really not just oh yeah we can go to dinner here because you want to see that go to this restaurant or yeah we can watch this movie because your favorite actors in it or sure i can do this and i can do that it's fine because you 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 no you want to figure out what are the things in life hobbies you know pastimes food movies whatever it is that lights you up what are your yeses? You know, do you want to go on a retreat somewhere? Really figure out what your what your yeses are. And your yeses are what you're going to allow into your space, how you're going to spend your time, who you're going to spend your time with. You know, who are you going to allow in your presence? Who are you going to allow access to your body or whatever the case is, right? What are your yeses? Honor your yes. You know, figure out what feels good to you. And then practice saying yes when to receive help, even if you don't actually need it. So I'm going to tell you this story for me. Um, This was a couple years ago when I was really thinking about wanting to awaken my own divine feminine energy because I was realizing 95% of the time I was heavy in my masculine energy. And remember, it's not about how you look. You know, it's not about gender. It's not about whatever. It's your energy, nothing to do with the way you look. And I was heavy in my masculine and I was meditating and journaling, doing everything basically I'm telling you guys to do because I really wanted to get into the place where I could relax and receive and not feel guilty for not working on a weekend or not feel guilty for not doing something. You know, I just really wanted to heal my own feminine energy where I would be so comfortable with just being. And I mean, so comfortable with receiving, you know? And so I was working on that and I had a little bit of a cough and I was working in a coffee shop and I was like coughing a little bit. And this guy walked over to me and he's like, Oh, Hey, I noticed you're coughing. You know, can I get you, I think it was like a, like a honey lemon kombucha or something like that. And my default response was, Oh no, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. And then I caught myself and I was like, huh, you know what? I'm doing all this work around being open and ready to receive. I'm doing all this work around my feminine energy. And here this is this person who just happens to be a man who is in his healthy masculine. He wants to do something for me. And my reaction is no. So I was like, hmm. Well, if I want to be able to receive bigger things in life, like more money, more opportunities, more love, more joy, and just to receive it, not that I have to work for it, then I need to get comfortable with saying yes on these on this level before I can start receiving on the bigger level. So I said, you know what? Actually, that would be really great. I would love that. And he smiled and he, I could tell he felt really good about himself. And I just realized when I am in my healthy feminine, it allows other people to be in their healthy masculine, particularly men. And, you know, he felt good. He felt, you know, accomplished and happy to be able to do something for me. And it felt so good to receive it. You know, and my default of saying, no, I'm okay, that was actually unhealthy masculine energy or unhealed feminine energy, right? Where I felt 
that I had to say no and I couldn't say yes and I couldn't ask and I couldn't receive. So now I always catch myself. And if somebody wants to do something for me, whether they want to give me a gift or they want to help me, whether I need the help or not, my answer is usually yes. Yes and thank you. So think about where in your life in these moments are you defaulting to no? Are you defaulting to not accepting help? Are you defaulting to I have to do it by myself? Or or you're defaulting to being closed off? You know, it was a kombucha, just like a nice little drink because I was coughing. But what it actually symbolized was my level and my ability to receive, right? So think about that. Think about those levels, okay? And listen to your body as well for that full body yes. You know, think about, you know, workouts. Do workouts that feel good to you. Eat foods that feel good. Talk to people that make you feel good. You know, don't follow a diet because everybody's doing it. Don't try to do all these crazy workouts because like me, yoga, I don't like yoga. I don't like Pilates. I am a cardio person, so that's what I do. Even though everyone's like, you want to be a Pilates princess? I'm like, no, I'm going to go for my hot girl walk, whatever. You know what it is or like whatever it may be because that's what feels good to me. So do workouts that feel good to you. Eat food that feels good to you, you know? Um, don't think, oh, I have to stop eating meat or stop eating carbs or, or eat, you know, like celery all day. No, figure out what foods feel good to you, what makes your body feel optimal and energized. You know, I love chocolate. So I love some brownies and I'm going to eat them because they light me up. I'm not going to eat the whole bag, but I'm going to eat a couple, you know, because it feels good. And the truth is eating the whole bag doesn't feel good, right? So do what makes you feel good. Be around people that make you feel good, where your nervous system is calm, where you feel safe, Don't hang around people where you feel internally stressed out or you don't feel good or you feel something's off. Listen to your gut. Listen to your intuition. Be around people who you feel calm around. That's a big indication. Okay? Now, number six, cultivate a calm and discerning spirit. So just like I said before, but this one's a little bit more specific, particularly to the women, surround yourself with other women who are awakened in their divine feminine energy. It is very difficult. And of course, feminine energy is for men and women. But right now, I'm just going to talk a little bit to the ladies. It is very, very difficult for women to flourish in their healthy, healed, awakened, divine feminine energy when they are surrounded by other women who are not. These are women who gossip, who don't have your best interest in mind, who are very catty, who are very two-faced, who are very jealous, who are very toxic, who are very unhealthy. It's really, really hard for you to be in any type of healthy, energetic space, whether it's feminine or masculine, when you are surrounded by your by people who are not. So find yourself a coven or a tribe and or a group of, and again, I don't mean anything like, witchy craft or anything like that when I say that. I just mean find yourself a group of women who are healthy in their feminine, who can support you in the healing of your feminine, of the awakening of your feminine, right? That is really super important. Be intentional with your time. Protect your energy. 
surround yourself with the white gold light. You know, if you're going to be around people or energy or you're going anywhere or even in the morning, just surround yourself. You know, like I have, I'm surrounded by, you know, like, you know, a white light of love, of protection, nothing negative can penetrate. You know, I am always supported. Only good can come to me. You know, protect your energy, protect your space, protect your body, protect your time, you know, tap into your intuition, listen to understand and not to respond. Slow down and never be in a rush. You know, you want to have calm and be discerning because when you were calm, that is when you were in your power. That is truly when you were in your power. Be slow to anger and very important, work on your self-development, work on your emotional intelligence. It doesn't mean that you don't feel your emotions or that you don't um, have emotions or you're not emotional. It's just that you are in charge of them. You run your emotions. Your emotions don't run you. And when you can come from that place, you are able to feel every single beautiful feeling that we have as human beings, whether it's joy, whether it's sadness, whether it's happiness, whether it's anger, you're able to feel everything without it overwhelming you because we don't want you to not be a human being. You know, one of the beauties of being a human being is that we get to experience all of these emotions and feelings. But you also want to tap into your divinity, into your emotional intelligence, so that you are able to experience everything in a healthy way. And this really will help to um, heal and activate and awaken your divine feminine energy when you can sit in your own discernment, when you can tap into your own intuition. You know, and then when you have the confidence to move based on how your intuition and your discernment is telling you to move, not based on anybody outside of you, whether it's society or your family or social media or your friends or whoever it is, you are the authority of you. And that is the most highest powerful place to be when you are the authority on on you. Okay. And again, not everyone should have access to your time, your energy, your body, and your presence. Make access to you very, very expensive. Get some standards. Create those boundaries. What's a hell yes and what's a hell no? Really cultivate that calm and discerning spirit. Okay. Number seven is make yourself worth your top priority. So this goes in with emotional intelligence, but a little bit further. So become your own best friend and step into the fullness of your worthiness. So work on your self-respect, your self-acceptance, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, your self-forgiveness. Do this through daily affirmations, healthy boundaries, therapy, a spiritual counselor or a life coach, journal, meditation, prayer. Embody the I don't give an F and unbothered energy. That is basically... One also one of the highest levels of divine feminine energy when you are just so unbothered and other people's pettiness cannot move you. You know, like I really truly embody, I don't give an F and unbothered energy. It takes a lot to move me, you know? So that's really important. So work on all of that because the more you work on respecting yourself and accepting yourself and being confident in who you are and and really have holding yourself in a high regard that's when you become magnetic and remember divine feminine energy is just your level of magnetism the level at which you are able to receive the level at which you are able to attract and bring in 
That's really what it is. That your being is enough to receive, right? And the more you work on yourself and you love yourself and you respect yourself and you believe in yourself, the more people and things and opportunities simply show up for you. It's that magnetism because you no longer need, you no longer have that neediness. Pick me, choose me, validate me, love me, blah, 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 blah. It's no more of that unhealthy masculine or the unhealed feminine where you're pick me shut and you're being a pick me and you're needy and all this stuff. No more of that. You are no longer abandoning yourself in order to get someone to like you. No, we don't do that over here. We love ourselves. And then the people who can meet us there are then worthy of our time, our energy, our body, our presence, right? But it all starts within with yourself. And last but not least, practice daily self-compassion. So this is a little bit different and elevated from the last slide. Make self-love which is cultivating a loving, forgiving, and compassionate relationship with yourself, your top priority. This means speak kindly to yourself, verbally what you say, and also your inner talk, your thoughts. So make sure what you're thinking about yourself is loving, is self-affirming, is compassionate, is forgiving. And don't ever speak against yourself. Don't ever say you're not enough. You're unlovable. You're too stupid. You're not enough. You're this, you're that, and a third. Don't, not even joking, not even in a quote, self-deprecating way. No, your words and your thoughts are so powerful. You don't want to curse yourself through your thoughts in your mouth and your words. So speak kindly to yourself as if you were in love with yourself and you truly love yourself. Forgive yourselves and others on a daily basis. Have some type of daily self-forgiveness, forgiveness practice that you have. It could be as simple as, you know, thank you, infinite spirit, insert whatever you believe in. You know, I lovingly release and forgive myself and all others for what I have knowingly or unknowingly done, what has happened to me that wasn't my fault and what I have done that has been my fault. I lovingly let it go. It has no power over me, whatever it is, let it go. Because if you don't forgive yourself and if you don't forgive other people, and just because you forgive other people does not mean you still allow them in your life if that person is unhealthy or abusive or toxic. You can forgive someone and never, and never mess with them again. I'm also really good at that. I forgive people from afar. I love them from afar. I forgive them from afar, but it doesn't mean that they get access to me again because you are the most important thing in your life and your well-being is your most top priority. And if, and if somebody's feelings are hurt because you don't mess with them anymore, family, friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, otherwise, they can handle their own feelings. This isn't being selfish. This isn't being mean. This isn't holding a grudge. This is taking care of yourself. Okay? But you got to do that. Because if you don't forgive yourself and if you don't forgive others for what they've done for you, when you do start to receive something, you'll have this nagging feeling or this nagging thought or this nagging belief that somehow you don't deserve it. That's when you get people who make the money and then they lose it. 
That's the people who get the house and it gets foreclosed. That's the people who get the relationship and then they their spouse cheats and then their relationship is over. Because a part of them believes that, yes, I got, quote, the thing I wanted. I received it. But there's something about me that isn't actually worthy of it. And it's the believing that you're not worthy of it, that you don't deserve it, is what makes you lose it. So healing and awakening and activating, it's a daily thing. It's the way you speak to yourself on a daily basis. It's the company that you keep on a daily basis. It's how you are daily because how you are daily creates your habit and your habit is what creates your life. It's not that one day you have bad thoughts. It's one day and then another day and then another day and then another thing and then another day and another thing before that's your default, right? So work on forgiving yourself. So then that way, you know, there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that people can do to you. There's nothing that people can't do for you that would make you unworthy of whatever it is you want to be, do, or have in your life. So really work on that self-forgiveness and that self-compassion. Allow yourself the grace to be human and to make mistakes. And don't personalize or internalize them. You are still worthy and lovable. And be gentle with yourself. Be compassionate towards yourself, okay? And as always, how I like to end all episodes, be sort of celebrate the small wins and leverage gratitude. I say this all the time because it bears repeating. Don't wait to receive something big and massive and huge. Know that no matter what, your life is a gift and it's a present. Be happy. Find moments of joy. Practice gratitude. Seek things out to appreciate. And the more you seek things out to appreciate, the more things will seek you out to be appreciated. So write down your gratitude list, big, small, and future. Manifest that. Call it in. And then um, try to radically accept yourself for exactly who you are and exactly where you are. That's really the essence of divine feminine energy, being magnetic. People who are magnetic love themselves no matter what, respects themselves no matter what. People who are magnetic are not looking for anybody to validate them. They're not looking for anybody to co-sign them because they validate and co-sign themselves. That's why they have a glow. That's why they, there's just something about them. That's that je ne sais quoi, that just what. It draws you in. Okay? So work on those things. All right, you guys. So yay, we did it. And of course, if you guys have any questions or comments, be sure to comment down below. And then also you can always email assistant at candywashington.com if you have any questions, or you can DM me on Instagram as well. And don't forget, if you need additional support, join our Patreon for monthly bonuses. We have self-love courses, manifestation courses, and also private coaching as well. And be sure to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps to grow the channel and the podcast and attract more people. And live and leave a review. It really, really helps as well, you guys. So thank you guys so much. This has been such a beautiful experience, and I really, really appreciate it. All right, you guys. I will talk to you next time. Bye.